Time for us to check in with things happening with the with the city of Coldwater and welcoming back. It's been a little while since he's been here. Joe Scheid, the uh, director of public safety for the for the city of Coldwater, wearing a lot of different hats, a lot of different things that they go on with, uh, with not only police and fire in, in the city of Coldwater, probably most of all right now, it's personnel wise for you guys. And uh, I know you noticed you just, you just brought in kind of a new class of some uh, some new people to the police department that I know you're pretty uh, excited about, right? Yes, uh, correct, Ken. We just uh, hired uh, three new um, cadets, and they're in the, currently in the FTO phase. So they've been with us uh, on the road in the training phase for four four weeks. Um, they're doing great. Super excited about that. Um, two of them are local co-water kids that went through core high school, and um, we sent them through a police academy, and the other one's a young man that's from the Hillsdale area, and they're all uh, super excited about serving the city of Coldwater. What's the, the key to recruiting people to a small town police department so um, if you follow kind of nationally at the state level and locally recruiting and retention of police officers has been very challenging lately uh, one thing that's really helped is the state has actually put out some grant money to help with the uh, training and uh, actually sending people through the academy um, and so that has been wonderful that the state has actually been willing to reimburse or help us um, train and send people through the academy we've been taking part in that and actually that we use that to help get these three um, new cadets through the uh, academy and it's been working out well to get recruitment and retention here yeah. but it's to, to attract them to a to a smaller department as opposed to go to a bigger city what, what what's kind of the hook there so it's really interesting because one of the things when we talk to our staff and I really um, think we get good community support if you talk to some of the police officers who are working in bigger cities um, at times the job is very challenging and it's very challenging here also but on the general on the grand scheme we still get really good Good community support and that uh, it's easier to work when you feel like you're being supported by your community and uh, that's a big piece and then you know a couple of people are, are local people that have grown up here um, they take pride in their community and they really want to come back and support the community where they grow up make sure it's a safe place to, uh, to live and work one thing I've, I've noticed and, and, and I congratulate you for being able to do it is to it seems the police department now racially or culturally kind of more matches the mix of the community now too so you've been able to, to kind of put that piece together too yes 100 percent. so you, you ultimately you want your police department to kind of mirror the, your community and that's the kind of the goal to have a police department that kind of mirrors your community and right now we have a very diverse um, uh, law enforcement agency from both ethnic um, gender age um, you know we got young old we got um, kind of covering all the bases and uh, it, uh, it all comes together and works really well. I was just talking to a couple of the officers yesterday, and we uh, really come with a good team approach. Um, everybody uh, works together, and it's, uh, it's doing good, I believe. I know there's been discussions, uh, not only you, but also Zach Stempion for the prosecutor's office and, and, and others, of what are becoming some of the biggest challenges for, for law enforcement uh, these days. And, and some of it is, is the, the rise of, of drug use and uh, the enforcement of that. How do you approach that as a, a director of public safety, and, and what are some of those challenges that you guys are seeing now? So um, uh, if you look at the census, we have a, a growing community, and also our, our community is growing in diversity. So we just try to keep eyes open on all um, facets of our community, you know, people coming and going, um, and just trying to stay ahead of, ahead of the game. 
one thing you start to see a little bit unique is because of the ability of social media and uh, different types of uh, communications, you get people kind of coming into your community from different parts of the world, and they can communicate so easily now compared to, you know, 10, 15 years ago with the advent of some of the, the chat rooms and the social media. So you might have somebody in your community that's uh, talking to somebody in California very easily now, and they form those types of connections. So we just try to stay ahead of that type of stuff. Is it, I mean, but is it math? Is it heroin? Is it uh, a combination? Is it, what, what, are, so, what are the problems? So the, the predominant drug we are seeing right now is methamphetamine, methamphetamine use. And then the, the second would be the opiates. Um, obviously, with the decriminalization of marijuana, that um, definitely does not get prosecuted or um, you know charged at the same level that it had historically. Um, but right now, methamphetamine and methamphetamine use is very high. Um, the number of like actually meth labs though is still very low because of most of the methamphetamine is actually coming in through um, Mexico and, and being imported into our country rather than manufactured um, locally nowadays. Are, are we at a unique spot because we're so close to the, the the toll road and the interstate and everything else, or no? You know, I think it's really kind of a national um, trend. It's not just uh, something that is just locally here. It's if you talk to people in different parts of their methamphetamines, is definitely is kind of a um, very popular. Um, with the, the opiates and some of the, the heroin-based stuff is kind of a close second. Yeah. Well, it, a lot of people had said that, uh, that crime was going to skyrocket once uh, once all the uh, the facilities, marijuana facilities, moved to cold water. Has that been the case? or You know, we have had several um, B&Es of marijuana facilities, um, and, you know, other communities have kind of like, we kind of come across as like rings or, or people are traveling from one community to another that are hitting these facilities. Um, we haven't seen a crazy um, spike in, in criminal behavior. I was just actually working on doing our annual report, and our, our drug investigation, our drug complaints are up a, a small percentage from last year uh, to this year. Um, but, uh, you know, just some of the quality of life issues, I think sometimes, you know, moving to like some of the homeless and some of the, those types of issues, I think sometimes there's a correlation there. Um, and, and some of the mental health issues also. And I think they all sometimes kind of intertwine with each other, yeah, if that makes sense. Although you look at the license plates, a lot, there's an awful lot of Ohio and Indiana license plates here. Yes, very much so. <laughs> and then um, one thing, though, it's kind of interesting, kind of following a little bit is I believe Ohio has this legalized recreational marijuana. Yeah. And so, you know, whether that will kind of uh, slow the pace that is maybe coming to Michigan because, you know, Fort Wayne is a little bit quicker, easier to probably go over to the Ohio border. Um, but we'll see how that goes in the future. Talking to City Coldwater Director of Public Safety Joe Scheid in the studio with us. So what other things are on the agenda for you in 2024 with the with both police and fire departments? So right now we are actually in the final process of uh, installation of the Flock camera system, which is a, a license plate reader. Um, it's uh, designed to be a kind of a, a force multiplier and uh, directly try to identify criminal or criminal behavior um, in the city. And um, that's one thing that we are working on. Um, kind of moving forward. Um, we obviously, right now we have two um, school resource officers, and so we're looking to continue that uh, partnership with the school to make sure we're trying to keep our schools, you know, a safe place for kids to attend school and uh, not uh, worry about having to um, be threatened or, you know, bullied um, at, at school. Um, that's always a, is a high priority to make sure our schools are safe. Um, just got to maintain our staffing, make sure we um, keep good people, getting them trained. And so we're providing the best service we can to our community. Are you continuing more outreach programs too this year? Yeah. So actually last fall we did an um, a, a event called Cops on the Corner uh -huh. where we um, kind of partnered up with some uh, local neighborhoods and 
Um, Deputy Chief Beeman and I already talked about that we thought we had really good success with yeah. that. And, and the goal would be try to get one in each ward of the city. Uh, and so we're going to try to start that earlier spring when the weather breaks and to try to make sure we kind of keep that connection yeah. between the community and the police department so people feel like they know who the police are and there's a, a good line of communication there. Well, and that's the thing. I think you, you want to have that so it's not just the police officer showing up when something bad happens, the police officer is there maybe to help for good. That's 100% correct. And, you know, the, the stronger that relationship is or the, the better knowledge it just makes for a, a better working system, in, in my opinion. Yeah, well, and I heard some good things about it, people talking about uh, that, yeah, so that, that it was first a, event you had. So. It was amazing, actually, how big the turnout was. I was kind of surprised because you, you plan an event and you're kind of like, how's it going to go? Because what were you giving, ice cream or something? Yes, yeah, so we were doing um, snow cones. Okay, there you um, go. Yeah, yeah, the cone of snow cones. and Feed them know. and they will come, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was it definitely turned into that. But it was good, you know, a lot of really good conversations uh, we were able to share and, and give some information back about some of the things we're doing then we were also able to hear some people in the neighborhood and you know talked about you know whether there's some driving complaints and it, it enables us to kind of enforce you know like hey we need to maybe go down there and do a little bit more um, traffic in this area it kind of gives us that that type of information great stuff thanks for the update joe appreciate it joe shy director of public safety for the city of coldwater with us this morning